Last Born in the Wilderness is a 100% listener-supported podcast. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash lastborninthewilderness and listen to the full interview. Again, thank you so much for, for doing this. I've been really, it's an honor to have you on here. I mean, I I read your book, as I said, very, uh, I don't say quickly to the point where I didn't absorb it, but certainly it was a captivating read. And um, there were certain points in Fireweather where I was just, I really did have to stop and really kind of take in what I was really reading. Um, and my first question really is just ask, how long did you work on this book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of a, a sore subject, uh, Patrick. Is it? Uh, yeah, no, it... it uh, <laughs> This is my fourth book, and it took me pretty much twice as long as as every other book. So it was it was close to seven years uh, door to door, and there are you know few intervening uh, you know uh, side issues that that influence that. But also, it was just a really it was a really difficult book to write, and I think it's a hard book to read. You know, it's painful to read, and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really felt, I don't know if you know those uh, glory holes that um, glass blowers use, you know, it's, it's, it's where they stick the, the, the glass on the tube into the furnace mm. and it's about the size of your head. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like I had my face in one of those uh, for a lot of this book. And mm. it's just the intensity of what people were going through, the intensity of the history, the intensity of the implications of the opportunities that were frankly squandered uh and uh the situation we find ourselves in now especially this summer and Mm -hmm. you know all of that is is hard to stare at uh day after day after day it's um you know you're you're uh you find yourself being a, a messenger but of a really really tough um file of information and um so I think that's part of why it took so long. But there was another reason, Patrick, and that is that, uh, frankly, the story kept changing so rapidly. So in 2016, Fort McMurray was, you know, had been it was a huge and terrible fire, but um, the those huge fires in Australia hadn't ignited yet. Uh, that was 2019, 2020. Uh, the Tubbs fire in California, which was a monster, super destructive, super lethal. Uh, the Camp fire, also known as the Paradise fire, hadn't ignited. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of others, you know, really, frankly, too many to list. So the yeah. landscape of fire and its intrusions into the built environment have really accelerated. And so I kept having to catch up. And then this notion of the also the science uh has been evolving very, very quickly just over the past five or 10 years. So most of the information I got was from um, weeklies and monthlies, not from published books, because so much of the science was new. So I've never worked on a story uh, where the ground was moving under my feet so rapidly. Mm, I see. Yeah. And other uh, journalists and writers that, that are tackling a subject around climate or the environment tend to i feel like have this this experience where it's the subject isn't sitting still it's 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 like the it, i felt like while i was reading your book that there were points where you were making notations or in parentheses like oh also this happened like 
2022, right? Or this, like you were, I feel like you constantly, I'm just kind of guessing here that you would have to go back to things you may have written maybe a couple years ago and having to kind of add some more context to sort of bring it up to speed as to where we are in 2023. Uh, Patrick, you're exactly right. And and so in a way that the story of fire, of 21st century fire, as I call it, is really a story to be told in a more episodic way, mm-hmm. you know, through dailies, weeklies, and monthlies, because that's how quickly the the chemistry is changing, frankly, and uh, in terms of how it's interacting with the built environment and with you know forests all over the world, and so try you know a book is uh, it's such a monolithic thing you can't really change it afterward you know without a lot of trouble, and so as I was editing, as you observed. Uh, I was I was continually uh, updating, and you know there are there are updates in there from 2023, and that's when the book came out. So mm-hmm. and you know there's a lot you know a book does not show up on the shelf just like that. There's you know publishing and packaging and marketing, and so there's a there's a huge lead time on a on a sort of on a major hard hardcover. And so uh, the fact that I got stuff in there even from 2023 is kind of miraculous. But it it just goes to show that. Um, you know, what I feel like I captured and, you know, what I have to kind of contribute to this moment that we're in is a really critical five years. And 2016 to 2021, 2022, so much changed on the landscape, so much changed in uh, insurance, in politics, in business and banking. Um, Climate and its impacts have just become much more front and center and and are being forced into the way people negotiate with the world, even in areas um, like stockbroking and um, pension funds, uh, which have, you know, generally kept their distance from um, Mm -hmm. climate and, and environmental issues. But it's just the power of these changes, the speed and intensity of these changes is forcing its way into every corner of our lives now. 